0: For the last few weeks, we have been talking about the Pilgrims and the New World. But what was happening back in Europe? Today, we're talking about Galileo. Welcome back to the Church History Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lee Siemens, and today we are talking about Galileo. The date is 1564. It has been 58 years since Christopher Columbus died. 55 years since Michelangelo painted the chapel ceiling, 49 years since Erasmus printed his Bible, 47 years since Martin Luther nailed his thesis to the door, and 11 years since Bloody Mary took the throne. 1564. February the 15th in Pisa, Italy, a little baby boy was born. The young parents had been married for two years, and this was their first baby. Little did they know this little boy would make a huge impact on the world. They named him Galileo. The father, Vincenzo, was a musician. He wrote music and he played the lute. A lute is a stringed instrument with a long neck and a deep round back with a hollowed cavity. Think of a banjo meets guitar. Vincenzo loved his son and taught him to play the lute at a very young age. Perhaps it was the music at a young age that trained the young brain of Galileo. He became extremely good at mathematics and loved to experiment and build things. Mathematics, however, at the time was not really seen as a desirable education or a career. Soon, the young couple had more children. But as was common in that time, two of them did not survive past childhood. So Galileo had two sisters and eventually his youngest sibling was his brother, Michelangelo. Galileo's father was very well-known. He wrote a book called The Dialogue of Ancient and Modern Music. People came to see him to learn about Greek, Roman literature, and music. He also worked with a group that created musical drama, and this was the start of what would become the musical genre of opera. When Galileo was eight years old, his family moved away from Pisa and settled in Florence. Although Galileo was very young, he stayed behind for two years to be tutored, Eventually, he did join them. As Galileo grew into a young man, he began to think about entering the priesthood. However, his father really pushed him to go into medicine, so in 1580, he entered the University of Pisa to study for a medical degree. It had been a year since Galileo entered university to study medicine. He's walking out of mass when all of a sudden he stopped to look at something. He stares at it for a long time. This one thing was the start of something that would change the course of history. What was it? A chandelier swinging slowly. Galileo began to think the swinging chandelier was similar to his heartbeat. Swing, 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 tick, tick, tick. He suddenly had an idea and quickly headed to his home. Once home, he took out two pendulums that were the same length. He set both of them, one with a large sweep and one with a short sweep and then watched them closely. What he discovered was that they kept time together. This simple idea would eventually be used to create a way to keep time, and to keep accurate time, but that wouldn't happen for another 100 years. But this pushed Galileo even more into being interested in mathematics. He still didn't change his study because physicians made good money, and the mathematicians were seen as really philosophers. In fact, there really wasn't a study of math or science. It was a study of natural philosophy. One day, however, Galileo stepped into a classroom and took a seat. It was a geometry class. By the end of the class, Galileo knew he had to change his study and moved to mathematics. At first, he set up some personal study with a teacher, and they would meet often together to talk about geometry. But eventually, he knew he had to change. He was nervous to tell his father because he knew this would mean he would make a lot less money. Things were actually very stressful for the family at this time. Galileo's sisters were getting married, and the soon-to-be brother-in-laws were demanding dowries. His father could not afford the entire dowry, and both Galileo and his younger brother Michelangelo were supposed to help pay for it. However, Michelangelo had decided to be a musician full-time, and that paid even less than a mathematician, Michelangelo could barely take care of himself, let alone help pay for the dowry, so it fell to Galileo. Although Galileo could see the importance of making good money, he still wanted to study mathematics. His father did not fight him on it, and soon Galileo was enrolled in math. Galileo drove his teachers crazy by always questioning everything they said. He refused to accept anything they could not prove to him. Galileo studied math and he loved it. He also loved inventing things. He invented a thermoscope, which was a way to show changes in temperature, and soon his writings were being noticed by the scholarly world. He also continued his love for music and art that he had gotten from his father. In 1588, he was given a job teaching perspectives of art. For his whole life, Galileo would continue to be friends with these artists, and respected by them. After just one year, he moved from art to mathematics, and was given a job to teach mathematics in Pisa. It was during this time that Galileo began to believe that one of the theories of Aristotle was incorrect. Aristotle believed that heavy objects fell faster than light objects, and that all objects fell at a constant rate and did not speed up. Aristotle used logic as a way to prove his points. However, Galileo believed in experiments to prove things. So he did an experiment, and invited students and other professors to watch. He climbed to the top of the leaning tower of Pisa and dropped a cannonball and a musket ball. Now, he used these because they were the same shape and made out of the same material, but were different weights. They both landed at the same time, proving Aristotle's theory was incorrect. For three years, he was really loving life. And then in 1591, he was devastated when his father died. Galileo was really close to his father who had always encouraged him and seen the potential in him. When his father passed away, Galileo ended up also having to care for his little brother, Michelangelo, who had relied on their father for financial help as he never made much money as a musician. Around this time, a very famous man named Giovanni di Medici came to see Galileo. Now, we talked about this family in our episode, Savonarola. Giovanni had invented a tool and asked Galileo to endorse it. However, once Galileo looked at it, he knew it was terrible. He publicly said the invention was useless. This made Giovanni extremely angry, and because Giovanni was from such a famous family, and such a powerful family, he made life impossible for Galileo. Eventually, he was forced to move. The next year, he moved to another university, where he taught geometry, math, and astronomy. He worked there for seven years, and at this point, he made more money which was helpful as he was still supporting his brother. But during this time, he became really sick, and this sickness would continue off and on for the rest of his life, and it would cause him a lot of pain. Although he was in constant pain, he continued to invent, and his inventions were making him really famous. He invented an irrigation pump that could be run with just one horse, something that greatly improved the life of the people. He also invented a sector, which was something that made for perfect measurements of angles. Around this time, Galileo met and fell in love with a girl named Marina. He, however, did not marry her. He did, however, have her move in with him, and soon she found herself pregnant. Even though she was pregnant, Galileo still did not marry her. In 1600, his daughter Virginia was born, and just one year later, his second daughter Olivia was born. Then, five years later, he had a son named Vincenzo. Around this time, a guest lecturer came to the school. He was speaking about the theory of a priest named Nicholas Copernicus. Now Copernicus had a theory that the earth revolved around the sun, instead of the sun revolving around the earth. Copernicus knew his theory would not be well received, so he had his book set to only be published after he died. That way he would not be targeted, but people could still hear his theory. Galileo thought the theory was silly. In fact, so silly, he refused to even attend the lecture. Such an idea was absurd. You could plainly see every morning and every evening that the sun was revolving around the earth. It could be observed. Galileo's students agreed. They went to the lecture and told him after the entire lecture it was ridiculous. However, there was one student that had been convinced. What bothered Galileo was the pressure put on that one student that had been convinced of the theory to abandon his idea. It seemed to Galileo that every belief should be questioned, and the student did seem to have some interesting points that Galileo had never thought of before. So, Galileo then turned his attention to the universe, and that became his fascination for the rest of his life. In order to see the universe better, he had to make an invention. He placed a concave glass on one side of a long metal tube and a convex glass on the other side. When he looked through them he could see all the way to the moon. He discovered then another problem with Aristotle. Aristotle had claimed that the moon was made of a fifth element. However, Galileo saw mountains and crevices on the moon. He also soon discovered that there were more moons around other planets and far more stars than anyone had ever known about. His invention was called the telescope and it made him very famous. People came from all over to see it, and soon he began to make money selling this telescope to boat captains to aid them with their travels. Galileo became so famous he was offered a job that would allow him to live in a palace, do research, and then give lectures to nobles about his discoveries. So in 1610, Galileo left and moved, and he left his family behind. He left his four year old son Vincenzo with Marina. However, He was concerned that his two daughters would cost him money in the future. He would eventually claim his son as his, but he never claimed his daughters as his. Their baptism records were labeled as father unknown. Still, he was afraid that he would have to pay their dowries if the girls ever were to find husbands. So he took his two daughters, who were at the time ages 5 and 10, and put them in a covenant to be raised by nuns. Two years later, Marina died suddenly, and Galileo had his son come and live with him. Now, some historians believe that Marina didn't die at this point and was remarried. However, some historians say that the Marina who was remarried, different person with the same name, and that the Marina who fathered Galileo's children died. It's actually debated among historians, so perhaps we don't know. In 1615, he went from being famous to being hated. Galileo began to believe that Copernicus was right, The earth revolved around the sun, not the other way around. People were claiming that Galileo was teaching the opposite of what the Bible says. They claimed the Bible said clearly that the sun revolved around the earth and that what Galileo was teaching was false. He used the story of Joshua praying for the sun to stand still as one of the main arguments for this. However, Galileo did not think his teachings went against the Bible. He believed the Bible was correct. The fault was on the people interpreting it, not the Bible itself. He believed both the Bible and Copernicus were correct. He wrote a letter explaining this, and this letter caused him to be brought before an inquisition. If you remember from our past episodes, these would often lead to torture or death. At first, Galileo defended his ideas, but when it became clear he would not win the argument, he conceded, recanted his teachings, and promised to not teach or write the theory anymore. A few years later, in 1617, he moved out to the country to live in a small cottage. His health was very poor at this point, and he almost died. Then a new pope came to the throne, Urbane VIII. Galileo was friends with him, and he thought finally things would get better. He wrote a book called The Dialogue. This was a book about a conversation between three people, and they were discussing the question, did the sun revolve around the earth or the other way around? Because he was friends with the Pope, he thought he would be okay with it, and he actually dedicated the book to the Pope. However, the Pope believed that one of the characters was written to mock him, and he was very insulted. Galileo was brought to another Inquisition. He once again apologized and said he believed that the sun revolved around the earth. He was put under house arrest where he spent the rest of his life. He wrote one more book on mathematics before he went blind. January the 8th, 1642, he died at the age of 77. What happened to his children? Well, his son, Vincenzo, who he did admit to being the father of, played the lute and studied law. He died in 1649. His daughters became nuns. Livia was sick for almost her entire life and Virginia died on April the 2nd, 1634. So Galileo always believed the Bible. He never saw his theories as being at odds with the Bible. He was a great scientist, however, not a great father. He did not treat his girlfriend very well, or really women in general. He also really wanted to be loved and respected, and was willing to back down on what he knew was right in order to stay alive. The year Galileo died was the same year Isaac Newton was born. And Isaac saw himself as someone to carry on the work of Galileo. So in next week's episode, we're going to look into that life. In the month of December, we're going to take a break and look at the history of the carols. I'm recording those now. So if you have a carol you would like to know the history of, let me know. In the meantime, for more blogs, videos, and writings, check out my podcast, lauraleesiemens.com.